What up, you are listening to the Deep Ape Space Podcast. I am El Sepatura. And I'm Chef. We dive deep, big brain apes in crypto space. Well, welcome, yeah, uh, Sir Sir Bags. We're just uh, we we're just talking about like some deep shit. Yeah, it sounds some like really fucking deep shit. AI taking over the world tournament shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah, that and enlightenment, man. I was gonna say we started from trying to explain concepts using as simple a terms as possible, like fire and water, like the ancients would have. Or earth even oh what the fuck you guys are talking about i gotta take a pit <laughs> came back came back to some third eye shit bro no, that's cool. i'm glad that's a, glad we were that you guys very quickly about awakened it. <laughs> and it was it's deep like before I, and i came out of the bathroom and i heard you guys like <laughs> must have been going. a good shit bro <laughs> must have been a damn good shit come back off. to enlightenment yeah you, you might have died on the toilet when he, like, he, he left us with it, too. We were talking about getting the Bondas locked. I think Bonda does mean lock, anyway. Or oh, yeah. I was Bonda. talking about... Yeah. Yeah. I was doing karmic uh, Pranayama. yoga, pranayama, and kundalini yoga. And uh, I had this way too high for me experience where I was like, God, just send me back. I'm not ready for this. <laughs> I was like, go, go, let me be more ignorant again. Fuck this. Like Crazy. Cypher in the Matrix. Too much truth. Let me just taste the steak again. The Matrix is telling me it's juicy and delicious. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I went and got drunk yeah. five years. It's, uh, when I went to Southeast Asia, bro, I went on like a fucking mind voyage over there for, uh, I went two months. I bought a one-way ticket. I had a bad breakup with a girlfriend, so I just made an excuse to go travel. Yeah, and uh, man, yeah, man, I had more like psychedelic experiences. I think it was probably the Thai whiskey and the Red Bull, like <laughs> something about that Thai shit whiskey? over there, bro. Like, I'm not gonna lie, bro. Like the Red Bull, like originally had amphetamine in it over there, dude. Like originally oh, did. Yeah, like no joke, dude. So I don't know if I was getting some old batches or something. Yeah, <laughs> bro. But I had some out of body shit. Like I'll tell you guys some funny stories uh, during this podcast. But goddamn, dude. Yeah, oh, I want yeah, to make sure we're recording because we're like good to go. I don't give a fuck. Like we don't need to do any formalities. But Rick, can you um, help me get this set up? You got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so I think that was so funny. Well, we should talk, dude. I know we should talk about FTX now because. <laughs> like in hindsight yeah there. now that everything's out there on the yeah. table all the folks that said he was scamming <laughs> they were right are, are, we rolling? are we rolling we're rolling brother bitch I might be <laughs> alright so I want to hear what Sir Bags has to say about this like scandal that even my mom knows about <laughs> <laughs> yeah man it's it's been it's it's been an interesting thing to watch bro i uh i think that we all knew that uh mr freed if you want to call him that bankman freed was dumping on on retail for a long time <laughs> and almeida and all that crazy shit was going on kind of behind the scenes we had our 
our speculations, our tinfoil hats on. Um, oh yeah, I mean, it even got, got it even got going on. <laughs> oh yeah, it got even more tinfoily when you start to look into his political relationships, uh, his family's political relationships, and all this other stuff. And I won't get too tinfoil hatty with that shit. But what we saw was just a literally a a, a kid on amphetamine running a multi billion dollar exchange. Uh, using QuickBooks for accounting, <laughs> just yeah. just yoloing it, uh, which is kind of insane. Uh, right. Really insane. Proudly yoloing it. Yeah, fucking yoloing it. High he's as fuck, like, dude. He's just like some fucking nerd, like super nerd, like way more nerdy than me. It was bad. It was bad. And then you know, I think the the worst part about it were the implications. Uh, he's like, I'm just gonna the entire space. Yeah, it 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 really now has come to a point of where it's like it's put a, a black eye on crypto, and that's kind of my biggest concern with the entire thing. It's now but don't you this think can of like worms. Buy. What's that? Don't you think it's a huge buy signal? No, no, not right now. Because what it's done is it's side sidelined, you know, a lot of institutional money, which is you know fine. Uh, there's it's it's sidelined a lot of people and now it's now it's opening up the doors for potential heavier regulations. So right now everyone's kind of anyone that's being intelligent about it is like okay I'm gonna wait a second like this is not the time that I'd want to buy because the next thing yeah. you know there could be some crazy U.S. regulation that hits. It's like you yeah. fucking interact with a MetaMask, your bitch ass is going to Fed for fucking twenty. Uh, you know what I mean? It's like that's an exaggeration, but no, yeah, but that's really gone too far. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, exactly. I, I for one licked everything and put it on the lines. You what? I liquidated everything and put it on the lions. <laughs> Detroit. <laughs> the lions. Jesus, the lions in New York against the Jets. You got yeah. it, bro. I, I hope. <laughs> I fucking, I fucking hope, bro. I hope. Yeah, no, we're just. No, I'm not, man. I'm not. I'm not a big sports dude at all. I was, a, I was more of an extreme sports guy early on, like skateboarding and shit like that. I, I liked all the X game stuff, and then, fuck yeah. Uh, I, but early, early, I was, man. I was a huge Dallas Cowboys fan. I liked fucking the Stars for hockey. I liked all that shit when right, I was a kid, as, and then like, okay. there, yeah, basketball yeah. was big. Basketball was a big one for me. Favorite. Uh, Americans uh, sports team, the Dallas Cowboys. Which one? Yeah, man. That was like back in the... I'm fucking yeah. older too, so it was like Aikman like days. And like people are like, internationally, the Dallas Cowboys like represent the United States. Yeah, they were like America's team. Yeah, they were, dude. Yeah, they definitely were. No, they it was, are. It was huge, man. They still are? Oh, well, that's good to know. Shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah, hey, crazy. let's fucking do this shit. Welcome to the Deep Ape Space. We have with us special guest, Sir Fetty Bags. What up, though? Yo, yo. Yo, yo. Yo, yo. How we doing, sir? Yeah, Sir okay. Daddy Fatty Bags. Daddy Bags now, <laughs> yeah. Daddy, Daddy, Daddy Bags. Bag. Daddy fucking deprived of sleep bags, bro, between fucking three cats and a child. Your first it's kid? Like- yeah, your first yeah, it's, it's my I mean, first one. Dude. It means you're doing it right, though. At least, yeah. uh, how old are you? Oh, yeah, man. About uh, I'm in I'm in my early 30s. There you go. Nice. Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. I'm, I'm a boomer in the space, bro. It's crazy. Yeah, I know. I'm a boomer. I'm I'm in my early 30s too. I don't have yeah, right on yet myself, but like, nice, bro. Congrats on being a daddy, because 
I plan yeah. on having it at least if it works out. Been, but, been like, you're, you're doing it right, though. dude. Like some, I talked to some dads, and they're like, "What do you mean? Like I, my sleep didn't change at all. I sleep fucking fine." Yeah, like, all right, yeah. Who's getting all up right, with the crying bro. baby all night? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Who's doing the parenting? <laughs> bro, your wife's gonna fucking leave your ass in two years, bro. Good luck with that. Oh my god, bro. Uh, yo, yeah. Pussy. <laughs> no man no yeah, i hope you like, like your kid because she's not going to want to have another one <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she's take him and the house and the car and every fucking thing else it's the, the the crazy part too is like all my boys had kids like hella young like early 20s dude so like you know i oh, i basically was like my best friends and then i was over at their place so i'd always i'd always be interacting with their, their kiddos and like help them you know raise them in a way because a lot of my buddies were single dads i had just really toxic relationships so mm, i had some so. some experience in, in that that regard but i it taught me i was like dude i do not want a kid right now i'm too young for this shit like this is crazy but nothing <laughs> prepared me nothing prepared you guys you could have all been that, yelling uh, at me bro you ever seen that portlandia that? portlandia show where like they do the skit where they're like yo i'm the pullout king <laughs> no no i know the show you're talking about i haven't seen that exact skit though yeah. but yeah i was that i definitely was or so i thought i'm probably have kids all over the world at this point no <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's i don't know i'm the plot kid i never fucking and then <laughs> it's it's the girl in this in the show it's the it's the woman acting as the man and the the uh the man is a woman and he's like, Sounds like yeah. some controversial yeah babe. I'm, I'm the pullout king and then he's also like the um owner of like the the local like couch like so, pull out couches like on tv's like i'm the pullout king like, yeah babe. That's a- wait <laughs> is this uh is this a fred armison character or one of the other yeah. people Yes, Fred Armisen. Yeah. Dude, he's oh so my good. god, dude. He's, so good. he's hysterical. His yeah. deadpan delivery is fucking priceless. It's Why? amazing. Straight to jail. <laughs> <laughs> Straight to jail. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. But like my ex had kids. My ex had has like teenage kids. I was I yeah. I with this chick and she was amazing dude she's a fucking we still love each other but i don't know man she's got like a 17 year old she had a girl really young you know and then yeah, uh, yeah. yeah like a young boy and like young teenage boy he just turned 13 mm. they're like cool but like dude i'm like i'm still like a fucking kid Right, that's kind of how I feel. It's like the flight of the Concords, like baby. I feel, like, babies. <laughs> I feel like that, like inner child sense, kind of never goes away. You know what I mean? Like it's like oh, you think yeah. your whole life you're gonna just turn into an adult, but yeah, you just like, keep growing. Yeah, you know. Well, the sick thing is trying to get my daughter and son to get things I don't. You know what I mean? Like when when I'm like yeah. trying to get my daughter, like no, 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 this is like this, and in my head I'm like, you don't accept that, dude. Like, don't. <laughs> what are you saying? <laughs> you don't understand. <laughs> no, she's looking at you, and she's like, you're the fucking ultimate truth. Right. Like anything yeah. you goes. Yeah, she's not, terrifying. She, she's not really like bro. that, but she, she's she's a sponge as far as she takes no, it in. But yeah. Is, when I think back to like when I was a kid, looking at my parents, they were like, 
Oh my really? god. I thought Ultimate. they didn't know what they were talking about, oh. dude. They're like, don't do this, you'll get hurt. I'm like, bullshit. You're just saying that. They don't want me to have fun. Oh, and then I do it, well, and I'm like, oh god, that hurts. Late, he was right. Well, later as a teenager, yeah, I was like... No, whole time for me. Holds <laughs> <laughs> in there. In their shit. And then I was like, tested it. But when I was really little, I was like... Took anything they said as the truth. No, I was the like, <laughs> Yeah, I was definitely somewhere in between. Like, if they were telling me not to do, like, something that I thought was fun, I was going to do it. But if they were, like, teaching me about something, I was like, wow, this is this is all factual. No, I, I thought I had it figured out. I thought yeah. that was stupid. My dad tried to show me how to drum, and I I was like, you don't know what you're doing. I'm like, this isn't how you do it. And then well, later my- in life, I learned it and was like, wow, he was, that must have been so frustrating for him. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> for me, my my dad would uh, I would catch him in little shit, where like where I was like, oh, you weren't telling the truth about that. I was like, well, then what about this? And so I would question everything because I caught him in little shit. Right, the whole web fell apart. <laughs> yeah, but like my mom started she, to unravel. My mom was like the fucking smartest person in the world like she knew what the fuck was going on and uh how'd you feel as a kid daddy bags did your parents know everything or were they stupid and knew nothing oh man they were somewhere in between between. yeah (laughs) yeah it was it was somewhere in between bro they got really tied into like like this hardcore religious like hindu religious thing where i got like we were pulled in. My parents were like super spiritual. So there's like a spiritual side of it that was really cool. And then there was a side of it where they fell for like this bullshit guru. And, uh, and we were like, I was privy as fuck, bro. I mean, it was pretty, oh, I was, man. I was smoking weed early. I was, I was doing all kinds of shit. And like the, the problem is, is like when you have all the time in the world, like they're so dedicated to religion and like what most people might not know. And I'm not saying this about all uh, Hindu religions, but when there's a commune, and you could even go as far to call it a cult in America when these gurus pop up and then they, yeah. they take advantage of people who are seeking a enlightenment or a higher sort of consciousness level. Um, they take advantage of it the through... Hare Krishnas? What's up? Are you talking about the Hare Krishnas? No, fuck, no, fuck, no. Okay. I mean, like, and no all offense right. to any any of these. Like, it's it's there. There's, I'm sure there's good people in all of them, bro. But right, I'm right. like very not not into religion, bro. It's fucking scary. But you get but, the one dude that's like, give me money for my religion. For and the problem is, is that it's like all the dudes, bro. There's like not many of them that are like, yeah, you know, I'm gonna build a compound and it's and it's gonna be on me. It's like no, it's all right. of the people, the devotees that do it. And the problem with that is like my parents spent a lot of time uh busy with the religion and pretty much while we were free reign as fuck bro like i could do whatever i want so that that lent itself to me just being an absolute shithead bro whether it was like throwing eggs at at cars on the highway and fucking hitting cop cars paintballing people's fucking cars (laughs) all kinds of shit fill up the jack-o'-lanterns with cement no, I, I never. I mean, I busted my fair share of jack o' lanterns. I fucked up trash cans, that's for sure. Yeah, we were. I mean, we were like, put put cement in the jack o' lantern and then put it in the road. And like, when a car comes by, they're like, "Oh, I'm gonna hit this fucking jack o' lantern." You know, you can't help it. And then it's full some, of cement. That's some deviant <laughs> shit, bro. Yeah, that's some. Bro, you are a bastard. But... <laughs> <laughs> car, car, flip, no, my family dad, of five. 
shit. <laughs> I never did that. I was like, damn, that's hardcore. What the fuck? Jeez. Yeah, the older folks were built a little different. I mean, we still did some super devious shit, and, and we always had the law chasing us for the most part out in the country where I live. But we got, I mean, I got away with it for the most part uh, unscathed. We had a lot of, I'll tell you guys a, a funny story, and I'll, I'll make this one pretty quick because it's long-winded but me and my buddy were skateboarding uh near this hindu place that i was growing up with uh had a lot of concrete roads and stuff so we'd always skateboard outside and this kid rolled up and he knew where i lived because this was like a bus stop so he rolled up in his ford bronco or whatever the fuck it was he just got his license and he's like what's up guys you want to go for a ride of course we're young i think we were like 15 and we're and like dude yes hell yeah because it's a car right you want to get in a fucking car you never done it before so yeah, we hop in. He's like, "Let's go for a cruise." And so we're we're hauling balls. And he turns and he turns out of the neighborhood that I'm in. And then fucking next thing you know, I look over and he's drinking a, a Mike's Hard Lemonade. And I'm like, "Oh no, this dude's drinking and driving." And there's like bottles everywhere, bro. And and me and my boy, my my boy Don, and we're like, I look at Don and and he looks back at me. I'm like, "All right, fuck it, we're going for a ride." So in the car, uh, the front seat, there's this chick. Uh, then obviously there's the driver and then there's, I'm sitting in the middle, in the middle row of seats. Right. And then to my left, there's another chick. And then my boy Don is to my right. And then in the back of this Bronco, which is just kind of like, you know, the trunk, but it's open. There's a bunch of shit and there's another chick in the back. So we're flying down this road and he turns right hard into this neighborhood, just starts honking his horn. It's like a one way road that goes through the neighborhood. There's a cul-de-sac at the end. You turn around. It's just a straight fucking line. So he's honking his horn, honking his horn. And by the time we come back and he's still honking his horn, this, this dude comes out, he's yelling fucking, you know, fucking kids or whatever. And I shit you not, dude, like maybe like two minutes after we turn out of that neighborhood, we see fucking lights turn on way back in the distance. So some, someone had called the cops. There was a cop on the road and he's flying, bro. So at this oh, point, we're getting to this point, you know, my boy Don's like, dude, punch it, punch it, fucking punch it. So, you know, John, the guy that's driving, slams the gas on, bro. And this cop's catching or, you know, gaining on us. He's obviously got a call. He knows that we're probably the guys on it. So it's it's dusk. It's twilight. And my boy Don, we, we come up to a turn in uh, this neighborhood that shoots up a hill. And he goes, cut your fucking lights, cut your fucking lights, cut your fucking lights. So John cuts his lights off and yanks his wheel left and cuts up the hill. And the cop fucking... I look back as we're going up this hill. The cop blows past us, slams his, his brakes on, and flips a bitch because he saw what we did. But we did. We gave him. We 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 juked him. So we're going up the hill and we're fucking hauling ass. And we've created this little bit of distance. And everyone in the car is like freaking the fuck out because you know we're kids. We're like, dude, there's a cop chasing us. We're gonna this die. fucking dude's drunk as shit. <laughs> Oh yeah, so we're hauling balls, and, and the girl in the front, uh, Kirsten, I'll never forget, she fucking calls her friend. She's like, I got a friend in the neighborhood up here. We'll have him open the garage, and we'll slide in the garage. <laughs> so, you know, John's driving, fucking flying, dude. We're doing like 40, 50 through these resident. I mean, this is backwood country. Like, these are not, like, streets, guys. These are, like, fucking, like, fucked up paved roads that are, like, a little cul-de-sac in the woods, pretty much. So they're flying yeah, through this yeah. neighborhood, and she screams at the driver. She goes... Wait, you just fucking missed it. She goes, go right, go right. John yanks the wheel as hard as he can, bro. Fucking car loses control at like 50 miles an hour. We go off the road. We we hit a fucking, we hit what I don't even remember. It was a huge fucking drainage ditch, dude. It launches the car in the air, all four fucking tires off the ground. It slams us into a giant oak tree at like fucking 50 God. miles an hour, dude. 
Oh my Ooh, god! I, I hit my fucking head around, on, right? <laughs> dude. Oh yeah, well, kind of. I hit, I hit, I hit my head on on my knee. It slammed me so fucking hard it bust my nose. My boy Don's head hit my fucking knee, or it hit my knee as well. The girl in the front slapped her head on the fucking dashboard. John had a seatbelt on, so he was he seemed okay. But then then out of nowhere, bro, we start we start to hear this screeching, dude. And I go, what the fuck? I turn around, that girl that was in the back, there was a ton of junk in the back. You know those old, like, Mary Poppins umbrellas that have that metal tip on it? Like, the long oh. metal tip? That shit went up her fucking nose, bro. What the 100% up her nose. Stabbed her so bad, there's just blood fucking everywhere, bro. It was everywhere. So we were just like, oh my god! It, like, I thought the, I thought she was fucking dead, dude. There's just blood everywhere. She's screaming, There's and I'm going, oh my god, we gotta get out. So Don looks over and his boy's like we gotta we gotta get out of here we hop out of the car and we start running and we get into the woods and as and the final like there's two there's two things that cap the story off as we're running this this whole fucking neighborhood has cliffs that drop down they're like 12 foot increments oh. and there's like a main road and me and don are just running dude we're high on adrenaline like we're fucking terrified we think the cops are gonna get us right. we just got in a fucking car accident and we're running running and then i just hear don be like and i'm like whoa where the fuck you go bro and then he's like, fuck! And, I, and I, I'm like, where you at, man? And I look, he fell off a, one of those, like, 8 to 12 foot cliffs into a cactus patch. So now he's in a giant patch of fucking cactus. And I have to try to pull his ass. He, dude, he gets out of there. He's got needles all in his arm, his back. So fucking, we get, we get him out of that. We're fucking traumatized. He's bleeding. He's got fucking pincers in him, the needles in. So I call my dad. And I'm like, dad, we just had some crazy shit happen. I need you to pick me up. And he's like, all right, I'll be there. Tell me where. And he picks us up off the highway, bro. And he's like, what happened? I'm like, yeah, we hit a deer. <laughs> we hit a deer. He looked at me. He's like, yeah, no, no. That's not going to fly, bro. What the fuck happened? So we had to give him the whole tea, bro. I'm covered in spikes. <laughs> yeah. So I said I'd keep it short, but that was one of our dumb kid kid experiences that we did, man. Oh, dude, I love that. That was an amazing story. Yeah. Where'd you grow Just, up? Uh, I was down in Texas, man. Texas? Yeah. 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 I grew up man. with deciduous forests. I, I don't know shit about falling into a cactus. A patch, but they, nothing hurts like <laughs> a fucking hurt, cactus. Man. Yeah. yeah, man. We got, yeah, they got little, a lot of little ones that just don't was, come out, bro. It sucks. Well, there's, like, some of them I feel like don't hurt. Like, I went to New Mexico, and there were ones you could, like, goof off with and, like, run your arm across it, and it would leave, like, a bunch of needles in your arm. But there were others that felt like fire, that it touched you, and it, I can't imagine falling into a bundle of that. Or Yeah, bro. (laughs) These things are just, these things were so thick that it was, like, a hypodermic needle. So, like, when you pull it out, and, like, your skin, like, it just fucking was, it's horrific, bro. Yeah, I just, I'll never forget. And it was such a big patch that the motherfucker had to keep stabbing himself to crawl out. To get out. So bad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's gnarly. I'll never forget. Yeah, it. We, where I grew up, like I grew up on miles and miles of state land through like deciduous like pine tree forests and shit. And like yeah. there was like old abandoned roads back there and like abandoned motorcycles and cars and shit like from like the nineteen twenties, like old old shit, like way back there. That's pretty dope. Yeah, yeah. Was, were you West Coast or what? Uh, Michigan. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, yeah that's cool, third, though, man. Third that's coast, cool. no cactus. Yeah, third coast. Way too cold. 
No, dude. Yeah, we got four seasons. You know, Michigan's pretty dope, actually. Like, I mean, I've been around. Like, I traveled. I traveled a lot after college, and um, I really came to appreciate where where I'm from. Um, once I learned all this shit. Hey, get out of there! Sorry, my my get girl's dog. She's. I just got this pizza, and he was like. <laughs> <laughs> he's a he's a poodle what are you a poodle slash uh i'm big as fuck he's oh, huge he's big he's one of the big poodles i got you a mo- he's a bernie's bernie's mountain dog mixed Jeez. with poodle yeah that would the be hell of a mixture he's he's fucking just like trying to imagine that jeez <laughs> big but he's guy. like hey I can't see you. What do you smell like? (laughs) 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 He's cool as fuck. But yeah. um, Yeah. Yeah, growing up, growing up is crazy because everything's, it's, it's just so weird, dude. Like, you don't realize what you didn't know until you know that you didn't know it. And then it's too late. (laughs) Yeah. Like, oh, that's what they were talking about. Like, if only I could go back and have not do that. <laughs> that's why I feel bad for not trusting my parents and stuff because there was legitimate safety things that I yeah, didn't believe them on. You're like, and it, I oh yeah, hurt. that's what I'm talking about because you're like, oh, that's what they were saying. And then they like, were pissed because they told me not dad, to do it in the first place. So I wasn't like, like oh no, man. you can hurt. <laughs> Drive like an old man. Go around the corner. You know, go soft around the corners. Drive like an old man. And then the next thing you know, I'm rolling the truck into the fucking corner of the brush. And like, Oof. well, now I know what he was talking about. <laughs> <laughs> like dur- during those moments, you're completely out of control of the car. And you like have that split second where your head's like, oh, God. Like, you're just like, ah, like, oh, yes, I should have done that. I'm going to die. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. One time, so I, I I got this call from this dude. He was like this super stoner kid. I was like, man. He was like, hey, can you come pick me and so-and-so up so we can go smoke? I was like, dude, I just got some chronic. Like, I'm chilling. I'm good. It was like Sunday. I was like, I'm chilling. And he was like, please come pick us up and drive us. Like, we'll smoke you down so fast. I'll give you extra. Like, ah, oh, fuck, dude. Really don't want to do this. So I was like, all right, fuck it. And I had an Audi 1989 Audi 90 Quattro. And, uh, uh, beautiful car, dude. Five speed. Can you guys hear me? Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Audi Quattro, beautiful right. five speed. Listening attentively. Yeah, but all black, five speed, uh, sunroof, all the works for a 1989 automobile. Um, that's the car that won, that changed the racing world, changed the, um, um, the fuck do they call it? Style racing. Chicago Rally? Dish style racing? <laughs> um, about rally racing or what rally yeah rally yeah rally racing i just yeah. trying to think of it too 
Sorry, I'm not a car guy. <laughs> no. I'm having a no, brain. Neither am I, but I love Dirt 3. Great game. Yeah, because it was all wheel <laughs> drive, and you could fucking <laughs> you could shift down and then punch it, and it was all wheel drive. So you would tear the fuck out of the, out of the turns, you know? You downshift, punch it, and you would fucking. That car was sick as fuck, dude. So I'm like, all right, I'm taking my baby. I, I bought that for seven hundred fifty bucks. That was my first car, seven hundred fifty dollars. I worked washing dishes and selling e pills to pay that bitch. And uh, back when ecstasy was a thing, you know, I used to go pick up jars from the D, bring it back to my little hometown, and get all the get all the kids in high school high. And uh, yeah, so some community work. Did I guess <laughs> I would go pick this motherfucker up and drive around and get high for free? All right, whatever. Like, at that time, that was enticing. It's like, now it's like, damn, really? You're going to smoke me down? Like, that's some kind of payment? <laughs> like, okay. But at the time, it was like, oh, okay, he's going to smoke me down. Like, I hadn't even seen these at this point. I remember but the water days. <laughs> right? <laughs> so I'm like, all right. Like fuck, a couple I'm DVDs, like, man. I'll fucking throw in a so coffee we're... maker. I'm fucking... So we're riding around we're riding around on the dirt roads, smoking down, and it was a um, it was a snow day. We actually had school canceled that day because the uh, snow was so crazy that the buses couldn't get out or whatever. Happened here Friday. Yeah, so we had we have snow days. It's like a thing. It's like you count on like a handful of snow days a year. Just Wait, like, not to get off topic, Rick. Is that still a thing? I thought they like did online classes now instead. Oh, they do it, but like so Thursday afternoon when I picked my daughter up from school, they sent her home with a Chromebook so she could do her work the next day with her Chromebook. And it's pretty dope because oh, she, she's only five. That is actually pretty cool. She has a QR code on a piece of paper, so she opens her Chromebook and just shows it to the camera, and it logs her in. That's so actually really cool. Dope. Yeah, it's pretty slick. Very simple. All right, sorry. Back to your story, Seth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I figured they'd do something like that now because, yeah. So we we had snow days where it was just like, well, school's canceled. And you yeah, just dude, like, those days were the yeah. best. They were the best, yeah. And you're going sledding. And... Have fun in the snow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, dude, so I remember was... one really bad blizzard. I had like a week off. It was crazy. Like, they just yeah. couldn't keep up with it. This was like that kind of snow. Like it was, it was retarded. Like for where I'm at, it's probably not as bad as where Rick's at. But like, if we get like a foot of snow, like we're fucked. Everything's canceled. <laughs> yeah, same here, man. Yeah, probably even a little bit less, to be honest. So we probably had a foot of snow that day. So I'm driving these stupid fucking sophomore in high school like stoner kids around smoking weed on the back roads on a fucking snow day on the dirt roads oh, where nothing it's extra and slick i'm going around this like 90 degree turn comes up and the steps slow like, down fuck no not in the audi no i fucking ran right into the yeah, it was like a, Jeez. it was like a fifteen mile an hour, ninety degree turn, and there was a big ass tree like right at the end of that. It was snowbank, and like 
I was, I was like, six, seventeen, maybe. You know what I mean? Like, still learning how to drive. Never been in. A, and uh, yeah, I don't even think I had ABS on that car. Brakes locked up. I barely. Um, I was going like head first for that tree, and uh, I got it shifted slightly to the left to where we were hitting it, but it was going to be the, the front passenger corner, and so that's what happened. And but like my my wheel hit the tree, Oof. like it smashed through the front, and the wheel hit it, and so I could drive that bitch home but it was like er, eat, er, eat, er, eat, like rolling down the street and i was fucking crying the whole way i was like my baby right. <laughs> oh no man oh my god and this dude's like i'm sorry uh here, you want to take a gram with you? Oh my god! So you Sorry, we asked you to come pick us up. Uh, here, you want a little bit of weed as a consolidation? I'm like, oh my here's like seven dollars, eight dollars worth of weed. Right. <laughs> I hope it makes you feel well, better. Back, <laughs> it won't even get you high enough to forget about the car. Back back then, a gram of chronic around here was like twenty five bucks. Yeah, so oh yeah, true, like true. Twenty five bucks a gram. Like yeah, I guess I'm using today's oh. prices. <laughs> yeah, like legal and it's like supply what I, and demand. Yeah, it's like when it was so hard to get. Back then, it was like BC buds. We were smoking around here. Contraband. <laughs> Ship from Canada. Oh, I got his his dad was like um the like general in like this motorcycle gang, and they brought weed over from British Columbia. That was like their main thing. Nice. And he was the best. He always had the crowns. You want that drill? I don't know. <laughs> I've always wanted to go to British Columbia. I've heard very good things about it. Like consistently. Party yeah. Time. I hear it's like beautiful as shit. Never been. Fuck all that car though, dude. I, I, I would buy that car now. Like. That's on my bucket list. Get a get a Audi ninety quattro. Five six. Fix it up in the mint condition. That thing was dope as fuck, dude. It had a little tiny little spoiler on the back. With the spoiler on the back. Yeah. I always wanted a car with a spoiler. Dude, I didn't understand it when I was younger. I, I literally neither thought did it was I. I just looked and cool. Look cool. Yeah, that's it. yeah. Like specifically, like uh, I feel like it's like on like an old Volvo that I'm thinking of. But like just like the open bar, I always thought that one was the coolest one. But like the light in the middle. Good shit. But uh, do we want to dive into any of the like Apian stuff? I posted um. Ooh. I posted the notes we had in the chat. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Got happy like to. a pretty big this list a, of stuff to go over. 
Yeah, what are yeah, you? I, I am I am uh, cut on uh time at like I gotta go at like eleven fifteen. So if that's possible, that'd be awesome. I mean I might be able to push it to eleven thirty if my wife won't come up off. So uh, yeah, I mean yeah, whatever's down, good I'm with you. To, I'm down to go over whatever you guys are, are if, I mean if you want to like drop. look at what we have written down and see, you know, what's most relevant to you right now, you know, what uh what really, you yeah, know, sure. passionate. Where uh where uh, where is it? It's in the uh, the text chat for the um, for the recording studio that we're in right now. Yeah, whatever you want to talk about, man. Like as far as um, you know, crypto space shit. Just uh, get anything out there that you're looking to say and be in the public and promote or attract and um, yeah. Other than that, yeah, I appreciate it. I, I can't see the text for the voice channels, unfortunately. It might be a permissions thing, unless it's just deep ape space general. Uh, here, I can post it there, too. Sweet. Yeah, no, I appreciate you guys. Pingor? Uh, okay, no, no. Is it? What the fuck's going on here? Yes, yes, it is. I see what you're saying. We're, okay, good. Okay. We're good. Yeah, you should be able it. to see it, but I, I posted I, it in both spots. just the in case. wrinkles. No, oh, no, it's all, it's all good. That was user error there. Fatty bags, Mister Early, <laughs> getting in the space, Bruh. Yo, yo, what up? How are you introduced yeah. to crypto? Jesus Christ, bro! I got rugged. <laughs> That's how I got introduced <laughs> to crypto. We were mining lots of Bitcoin back in the day in milk crates and apartments out of my homie's apartment. It was like 300 degrees, but we were. Uh, I had some buddies tell me to buy Bitcoin early, and uh, we had a lot of it. Uh, you know, with Mount Gox and Mount Gox rugged the fuck out oh, of us. Oh yeah, so, Magic the Gathering deal or whatever. Yeah, that sucks. It's just a lot, a lot. Of, it's like you think back on it. It's like that shit, especially when BTC was fucking, you know, mooned out. ETH. You're looking at it and going, I don't want to think about the amount of Bitcoin that was lost. But you know what? That taught me, bro, is this space is ruthless and you got to watch your shit you got to be yeah. careful and that's something that was very fascinating to me as well as how much money people kept on these uh exchanges um yeah. it's one thing to like open a open a you know a trade and and deal with that and and worry about that pnl but when you fucking are keeping money on exchanges you're asking to get burned in a lot of ways and i feel like there's a large educational gap in this entire industry where it's like yeah. either people are being irresponsible as fuck or they just are like they're making so much that they are just kind of being Doesn't like blase about them. it. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Until it. it's gone. Until it's gone. Then they want to get right. on Twitter and be like, I've been fucking ruined. And it's like, yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry. I really am, dude. But like, why the fuck did you have that much money on the exchange still? Like, right. what yeah. are you doing? So, yeah. yeah. It's like that amount of money, like that kind of wealth almost makes you like just disconnected with reality man you're just like you feel on top of everything so you just automatically assume you're safe it's like this is gonna last for wild <laughs> yeah like, yeah when you're Nothing dealing with the most volatile market <laughs> literally yeah. especially in this fucking space man it's, it's a the wild weird. west sketchy yeah and that's the shitty part too bro is that we get these black eyes in the industry where you have the sam brinkman freed shit that happened and then you have uh you know the potential fallout with CZ and the FUD that comes like when something large like this happens, it just allows for large regulatory bodies to step in and say, 
we were right all along. And this right. is why these regulations need to go into place. And it scares people out of the space. It scares people that are, you know, it scares them literally out of the, the space. It makes people walk on, on eggshells in the space. It's just unhealthy. And then what do we do? It extends the bear market. Uh, it, it plummets prices. And in reality, like, and this normies, technology all the normies is in Austin is over. Yeah, oh, of course. Yeah, they're course. they're like, I'm not it's associating with that. It's done. It's like, well, I just find it funny. I have conversations with people that have no it's idea a lot about of crypto. And they're like, no, I live in the real world, bro. I live in the real world. And it's like, the real world, bro, you, like, it's you realize this shit goes, it goes, yeah, like, what are you talking about? You know how much money's been made in this space? And yeah, that's just true. ignorance. So you that's yeah, like, these things have huge like, ripple effects, too. Like, like I, I come yeah. from a trading background. Like, I, I, I traded Doge. I traded anything that was trending anything that would be profitable like i'm not gonna discriminate because oh my god this is um uncertain because it's some crypto but like i you know like i see a, a potential for profit i'm gonna bank that why not you know and like people are like oh i don't even know how you do that like how do you even like get into that i'm like i mean it's just like click 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 you just do it well and the hard know? thing is the research people don't want to have to do the research they want to say what do i buy right. what do i get and that's that but it's not that easy and you got to be accountable for your decisions like you can't be like well it seemed cool i liked the this and that about it and it's like that's why you got to make your own decisions like yeah. you're into it then yeah, yeah but you told me yeah. to buy this it's all about the yeah that's the thing too is like i never fucking go to the family meetings and nope. say hey buy this buy that i don't i don't even talk about it and what it really irks me too because like once shit starts popping and if anyone gets word that you're making money in crypto or you're whatever <laughs> you may be doing uh then they want to know how to get in on it and it's like dude i eat breathe and shit this stuff 24 7 the last thing i want to do while i'm at thanksgiving dinner is explain to you how fucking a coin works right or how <laughs> ethereum works yeah like it's like uh. it's insane to me so like but that's just like part of it. It's it's fatigue from being in the industry, and mm -hmm. it is what it is. But at the end of the day, yeah, I agree. If people do their research, it's kind of counterintuitive too, right? Because I'm always preaching like education and onboarding people in this space, which I think is super important. But like, there's a line that I'd like to draw in real life, like with family and shit, because mm -hmm. you get hurt quick here. And the last thing I want to do is have a call like a lot of people have, where it's like, you told me to invest at fucking four thousand ETH. And now it's, you know, it's almost sub 1,000. It's like, I don't want to have yeah. that call with somebody. Like, I, I bought like, the yeah. love, you know? What the fuck? Exactly. Out. Like, I feel yeah. like it's about teaching people who are, like, already interested then, in, like, getting into this stuff. Not trying to make someone interested catching, in it, you yeah, know? exactly. Catching the yeah. wave, too. And the, the, FOMO, the FOMO gets you hurt. And, like, and the truth is, too, is, like, yes, we're early. Like, from a, from a large scale, we're very early, in my opinion. But... Yeah. Uh, at the same time, this has been going on for a really long time, and like a lot of those opportunities, like ten are years, fading. yeah, right. So yeah, like, it's just a, well, it's like, a very like the whole three three, um, the last year of like three three, like and and even DAOs, like DAOs are like dead now, right? Yeah, well, I it just seemed like this cool I, thing, I but like I wouldn't go. As no, I wouldn't go as far as say. I mean, yeah, DAOs in a bear market are going to be like far less active uh, and and whatnot. But I think like the premise around DAOs is like really interesting. I think it's something that has been proven that it can work to some extent, but it's extremely easy to exploit and it's also extremely easy to be abused uh, yeah. because of the lack of 
accountability that that flows through them so ultimately like what you see large companies doing now is they're like kind of implementing this DAO idea where it's like work from home you know it's not decentralized in the sense that no one knows who anyone is that's really the, the right like part, anyone part can put up a proposal and you vote on it and if yeah, so but the, the remote side of it is like what, what companies are kind of like trying to play with and they're still finding issues with that remote side and it's like that's not even touching how how decentralized and like how hands-off DAOs are so i agree right, in some ways that like, yeah it's very surface level but like, like I agree that's that how like, we're at like in concave we're you know we're a co-op we're not a DAO. um ye- you know we have yeah, a however you- <clears throat> we have a cooperative centralized team we're not centralized in a specific location so we're decentralized in that aspect but yeah it comes down to semantics like yeah. Yeah. However you want to frame it, whatever you want to call it, like at the end of the day, it's like it's going to yeah. be a group of people working together semi anonymously, getting paid, and 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 hopefully there's the good actors, but there's always bad actors, and we, and we saw that with like a lot of the DAOs early on in the last bull market. Mm-hmm. People roll in, they're they're predatory, yeah. like Rome. They want to make Rome money. got fucked. Like I I loved Rome, dude. Yeah, that was I was like so- all in. For the game part, like I accepted the loss of cash and was like, "All right, let's see what they do with the game." And it was like, "No." Well, I was like, I was like, I because I was in home, and then I was like, people were like, "Rome, home, it's home too." Duh. I was like, "Okay, say less." There. Yeah. There's a, there's a lot of experimentation that's going on in the space, and we'll see what happens too. I'm more excited about the future of crypto than I am the last bull. Like a lot of people are like. <laughs> Make, make money and do all that but right now we're we got to get through all the bullshit and, and we have to figure out what what the next evolution is of this whole thing like yeah the the last cycle was so fucking lit compared to previous cycles so like the next one oh shit yeah the, the thing about the next one though bro and like uh, yes obviously there's always going to be cycles right but i think a lot of people are they're like super high on hopium and like the truth is we're probably going to sit in this fucking we're going to sit in our shit for the next two to five years like this is such a massive shit show that just hit and yes there will be micro you know pumps but i think the majority of what's going to happen is like everyone's sideline trying to figure out what's going to happen right from a regular standpoint it's a spooky time yeah it's gonna have to wash out for sure like there's been at least, what, like, three huge centralized scandals in the past nine months. And they were, like, like the but, biggest players but, in the game, too. Like, in some of the, quote-unquote, yeah. safest places you could go. Like, if you were a newbie and didn't know what the hell to do, you could go to FTX, you could go to Luna, whatever, and it was, like, easy and, quote-unquote, safe. Yeah, the baseball umpires are wearing the FTX logo and shit. You got Miami uh, football the fucking dolphins are playing. Yeah, they had their arena. Like, what the fuck? It's money, bro. I mean, money makes the world go around. You do whatever the fuck you want with it. But at the same time, like, and especially if it's an exuberant amounts like FTX had, it you're able to kind of just slide through and people kind of take your word for what it is. And that was a prime example of him, like, just fucking rolling through the space. And and you can think of it in that way, or you can think of it in a way of like, dude, what was what was the underlying nefarious 
points of this? Like, was this a way of crippling the crypto industry and allowing for these regulations to be pulled in because it's an aha moment? You know, like him going to jail made me feel a lot better about the fact that it's like there had to be some level of accountability. Uh, but like, we still don't know what, what's going to happen. Like, how long is he going to serve? Is it going to be a slap on the wrist? Is he doing this white collar fucking stuff? Like, okay. They, yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. bro. How plush is your fucking jail cell? Are you right. fucking, you just have a ankle bracelet? Like all that shit eating? plays into like, fucked with by the exactly. hard heads or you, it's exactly. like all part of the, so it's, it's a, yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's all part of the, like what really what really happened. But I don't want to get too tenfoily on it, but I mean there's just a lot of stuff that you can't ignore and I definitely was leaning in the beginning towards Sam being an industry plant to disrupt and destabilize what Ooh. everyone's been working for, you know, to, to yeah, build. There's some very suspicious circumstances surrounding, Ooh. you know, his connections and whatnot. They go. Yeah. Yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, he's funding the Democratic Party. Like, hello, what the fuck? Both, he right? Some wild political I stuff. I heard he sent a bunch to both wild. sides. It's like, no matter who wins, you're, you'll be my friend. Yeah, right? yeah, playing <laughs> both sides. Fucking <laughs> Yeah. It's like easily the most awful person on the Shark Tank show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? talking, talking about how CZ's the devil and stuff online like, come on dude well, it's bizarre dude it's bizarre I, I think it kind of speaks to like the space in itself too because I'm gonna I'll put OpenSea on blast here as well because Ugh. what you and this they're not they're not doing FTX level shit but they're also but they are doing a massive disservice to the industry mm -hmm. which is like you guys have made so much fucking money you continue to make money hand over fist but yet you you do not you do not build out your infrastructure. You do not build out your customer support. You do not take care of the artists and the people that are there that have helped you build to this point. And all, all I see from OpenSea is complacency. And what it is and what you're going to see in every fucking company in this industry is it's a small group of people that had an idea that blew up. They made copious amounts of fucking capital. And then they got lazy. It's all OpenSea is, bro. It's not hard. They got that shit running. They get their fees. They make their money off the sales. They make fucking money hand over fist, but yet they won't increase their staff. They won't create a more pleasant experience for people. I mean, there's a reason they call it broken fucking sea, dude. It's broken it's from internally all the way uh, to the most external point. So, like in this industry, and it's that's a that is a stab at OpenSea. That's not that's a complete slide at a fuck you, OpenSea. But what I will say <laughs> is. Uh, there, there's it's you'll see it time and time again through different place you know different companies within the space so it's like what i want to see is people it's it feels really wild westy still it feels like it's a bunch yeah. of fucking 21 year olds running giant multi-million dollar corporations in the in in the majority are probably yes but there's also a, a nice <laughs> chunk of people who are really grinding to build something new so yeah, fuck open C, dude. I, I'll put that on the record a million times. They've done nothing but just bend me over with no lube. So you can tell Fatty's salty on that one. Much. <laughs> yeah, I can see why too. I haven't yeah. really heard. Yeah, I don't blame it. I've, I've had some tough interactions with them. Yeah, they're just not. I mean, it's and their customer silly. support is terrible. It's terrible, bro. It's like, come on, man. I've got it's like ninety-five percent automated, and like they respond like weeks yeah. later. It's insane. Yeah, it's it's garbage. It just speaks to a bigger systemic problem in the industry, which is like accountability. But when you have something that's completely anonymous or at least uh, to an extent of, you know, trying to attempt to be decentralized or whatever it is in the space, that accountability goes out the window uh, and you end up with people who get complacent 
And that's like, that's a systemic issue in the space. That's why we have rugs. That's why we have all these other projects that just dis or fucking peer after they take everyone's money. So I, you know, I love crypto. I love the industry, but what I don't love is how it lends itself to parasitic and predatory individuals to make a shitload of cash and hurt a lot of people. So there's gotta be some sort of, there's gotta be some sort of like, meet me in the middle, figure it out. How, how do we, how do we get rid of these bad actors? But there's bad actors everywhere. So Without getting too negative, that's just one one point that I want to make. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if, if you make a place that's kind of, you know, anonymous and you can get away with this sort of thing, people who are trying to do sketchy shit are going to kind of flock to that. They're going to do it. They're going to do it. But it's not to say there's not a trillion really awesome people in the space that are building and creating things and, and trying to, like, push, you know, forward the narrative of, like, truly self-custodial uh, self-sovereign, you know, true owning what you own. That's all super important. And like when yeah. you see like the U S government pushing forward to launch a digital currency, it's a fucking joke, bro. We have stable coins. Like you guys need to integrate with what's already been built. And all it's going to do is allow for them to add more regulation and then also have more oversight on what people are right. doing with their money and be able to instantaneously. I mean, yes, some people would argue, yeah, they could still cut off your bank account, but like they can look exactly on what you're, you know, what are you spending at that exact moment? It could be shut down at the flick of a wrist. There's just so much shit. Uh, there's a lot more power that goes into it. And that's to me is a little bit, a little bit uh, Orwellian, if you will, bro. Is yeah. like once the US government jumps into this shit and they're like, yeah, we got a digital call. This is the only way. Yeah, they see what they can do. <laughs> and then once they're into it, there's no getting them out of it. Like once, once they can right. integrate their eyes and stuff in there no going back yeah yeah they're just oh, fucking man. lost right now bro i mean you see it with the irs how many you know fucking just so much money's been dumped into it so many more bodies have been pushed into it. it's because they're they're scrambling right now looking at the industry as like this giant problem and like how can they get their cut and that's just how they think and it sucks uh because it's i mean I, it's fucked it's fucked so we'll we'll keep our fingers crossed let's hope that it doesn't get too crazy i still think we got a bit of a bear market to go through for sure i don't think the bottom's in i think there's a lot of fallout from this ftx bullshit that we're still going to see mm -hmm. uh not financial advice but uh you know i'm still excited for the future <laughs> uh, to say the least <laughs> yeah I think a lot of the useful stuff can happen because it's not just the quick money it's people trying to establish something long lasting it's not just a an in and out type of thing like the people in the space right now aren't people in it for a quick in and out like the people in here in the space now really want to be here and want to see it succeed yeah that's yeah. a wonderful point yeah, yeah everyone who's left is pretty much trying to make everything change for the positive i feel like which right. is cool but be nice to building, see some new faces. <laughs> you're building in the bear. That's a good sign. That's the one thing that I look for too with projects is like, it's not all of them are going to succeed. You know, a lot of them are going to tank, but like to have people pushing actively when it's like you have every excuse to be depressed. Um, it's a good sign. It's like, okay, well, I wonder how hard you motherfuckers are going to work during the bull. If you're working this hard during a really tough exactly. time. So exactly. that's a major yeah, and, bullish signal for me on projects. And honestly too, at this point in the bear, I feel like a lot of like, you know, less dedicated projects have already just fizzled out, gone, you know, people yeah. have stopped responding. Like discords have just gone rogue. It's, right. Yeah. It's, it's a great wild filter, to see, bro. but yeah, it it's, definitely it's a, a reset. Great filter. 
It is, man. You get to this point and it washes out the paper hands and washes out the people with the weak mental fortitude. Right. And then all that are left are like diehard builders or, or motherfuckers that position themselves the last bull market. Well, if you're here, you've you obviously had to make some good decisions or you've had to be able to, to manage your time properly, whether you're working a full-time job or a real job in real life. Um, or you you set aside and deleveraged early enough to be able to afford to be able to build during this time. And that's right. like the two actors that are here, you know? And that's that's a bullish signal for me as well. So it's it's interesting, boys. Fingers are fucking crossed. You know what I mean? We no one can predict. Oh, yeah. No one in this room, no one on crypto Twitter, all that bullshit. We can't predict what's gonna happen, but we just keep our Except nose down and keep building, bro. That's yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. dude. I'm I'm not going anywhere. Like I'm chilling. That's where I'm at. And like, you know, I'm living my life and I'm realizing holy fuck, dude. Like we I don't know about you guys, but I got swept up last year. I bought, I bought in at the top. I bought in last November. Yeah, I'll be honest. <laughs> Learned some lessons. I'm a victim. I learned a lot of lessons. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I, I did not buy in at the top. I made a fuckload, but I also lost like pretty much everything this year. It's tough out there, man. <laughs> well, I mean, that's what these cycles are for is learning yeah it was like we won't okay, do it again well, I made, Hopefully. right it was like well I made <laughs> that much and lost that much not trying like alright let's like knuckle down like see what we can really do here well like you were saying earlier daddy bags about the FOMO being dangerous like when you see people winning and it's like ooh I want to win like they are it's like it's too late like they're winning because it's too yeah, late yeah it's too late like, <laughs> too fucking late <laughs> that's, well, that's a definite signal right there bro right. Do we, were, we were in Ohm last year like I, I, I was I was uh, an Omni I was just like staked and like fucking partying and just like watching my bags X but I was in some of the meetings, and they were like, yo, yeah, you need to go talk to Fatty about um, what you're doing, because what you're doing is his department. And I was just, like, making, like, I was like, yo, I think I, I want to make this video to teach, like, uh, newbies, like, normies how to 3-3 and shit. And so I made this whole thing, like, how to 3-3 for a for a newbie or like how to or i called it uh how to uh make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich for aliens <laughs> and they were like you need to talk to fatty <laughs> you're stealing his stick and that's when i sent i sent you some shit yeah i was like oh okay and so they were like they were like whoa it looks like there's some people around here who aren't getting paid and they were all like, you need to talk to Fatty. And I was like, okay. And I like, you needed need to talk to, you need to talk to fucking human resources. Fatty ain't got nothing to do with all that, brother. <laughs> I like, damn, you. I'm like, well, here's what the fuck I was doing. And they were like, and then I didn't talk to you for another like six months. And then Chef was like, hey, come join this uh, group. Uh, we're the fucking super sneaky boys. Yeah, the super sneaky go. boys. I was like, all right. Shout out, like, Lil Bob. I was like, oh, I know this dude, Fatty. I was like, what up? Hey, uh, I was work. I was uh in home, and like they told me to come 
talk to you, and then you're like, what the fuck? And you finally accepted my friend request, and I was like, hey. <laughs> Boom. I was chilling out here for a minute. But and then, like, during all that time, like, I found Concave, and I was, like, doing work with them, and then um, I ended up getting hired on the marketing team at Concave. And then, uh, yeah, so here we are now. So, yeah. It's kind of cool how shit shit progresses. I remember I was I was staying with my dad last year, dude, and I was like, because my dad passed away in August this year, but like a year ago, I was staying with him, and uh, and I had my computer set up, and like I I'd have just have Discord open all the time, and it was like badoo badoo, you know, get like the notification. <laughs> And he's like, every time I hear that sound, I imagine you're making five bucks. <laughs> you're like, you imagine? Like, ba-doom, 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 ba-doom all day. <laughs> I'm like, Dad, I'm making like four Gs a day right now. Just staked, like not doing shit. <laughs> That's pretty accurate then. Ba-doom, ba-doom, ba-doom. <laughs> yeah, he was like, every time I hear that, ba-doom, make five bucks. I was like, yeah. Easy money. Yeah. And then, like, I'd be in the meetings and shit, but, like, I wasn't even on... Because, like, Olympus was a little bit... I don't know. It was kind of weird. Like, you just, like, show up and... It's like, oh, you're in the Dow. Okay. Meeting's open. I'm just like... Any new business? (laughs) Doing the meeting, yeah. And they're just like, oh, who the fuck is this? It's like what else? Guys are fascinating about uh, in that way. I mean, if if it's, I don't think that we're going to see a longevity of of DAOs you know, staying the way that they they have been in the past. Is they're not? It's not sustainable. But no. I think that there will be. You know, I think what it will turn out to be is is far more. There's there's a level of hierarchy and and corporate corporatism, if that's even a word, that needs to be implemented for DAOs to to function properly. And like right. the whole open meeting, people joining, like it leads itself to a ton of of sketchy shit. Like you see people coming in and stealing ideas. Potentially, you still have to box off meetings that are private, so that prevents that from happening. And thus, you've taken away from the whole decentralized uh, ethos. And like it, it's, it's. I think they're a great experiments, but I think there's like a lot to be learned uh, from those that have succeeded and those that have failed uh, for future implementation. If the space is going to continue to use them. I just don't think like the, the wild west way that DAOs are run right now is sustainable or mm. will continue to be sustainable. For no, sure. no I, that's what I, I feel like the last year like was a interesting experiment. And I feel like we kind of proved that it, it looks good on paper, but it doesn't work right. like communism. Exactly. It's like, if everybody would be mm. cool, it would work. But as soon as you get a couple people not being cool about it, it fucks the whole thing up, especially mm-hmm. if they have any weight in the system. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was something that you see a lot of. It's just bad actors in the space. Again, it's easy to hide behind your computer screen, bro. We've learned it. Anyone Piggy played Finance. Games when they were younger. <laughs> right? What's yeah. up? Piggy Finance on Avalanche. Yeah. I was bullish on them. It seemed like a good deal. One of the devs fucking took off with the funds. 
<laughs> it was like just like hey, that. Same, it was bro. like you come back the next day to the Discord, and it's like everybody pissed off in the Discord. And it's like, oh, well, that seemed like it was gonna be cool. Fuck me, dude. <laughs> well, that was quick. Why did you think Piggy Finance sounded like a legitimate operation? So it was, <laughs> it was a fork of a uh, Tomb Finance, right? And they had this thing called the Mudpool. Fork of Ohm, like everything. Everything was a fork of ohm, like this last year, you know. Like it was literally the year of Olympus. No, it was, it was one of those things where if people, if everybody had been cool, it would have been cool. They had this pool where would... you put a certain amount of money in, and you can't ever get the initial amount you put in back. But over time, you get, you can take. It, it was basically AVAX. It made AVAX. You so you put in five AVAX, and you'd get like point oh one every eight days or whatever. And that would just be continuous as long as people kept doing it. But when the dev took off with the keys and the money and stuff, the pool just dwindled to nothing. So that your rewards got less and less every day until there was zero in the pool. Oof. Yo, what you guys smoking on? Oh, yeah. I'm waiting. Not nah, nothing right now, man. Dry. I've been ever since I had that little kid. I've been fucking sober bags. Is what I've been. Sober bags, chilling, dude. Oh wow, sober bags, man. Yeah, man. For the first time in my fucking life, I'm, I was just like, not even drinking, not even drinking. It's just like for me, man. When when I had a, a tiny infant human being, I don't want to be intoxicated at all to where I could fuck up. You know? Yeah, I'm I sure feel it's like gonna it's... be a point. Like you know, not that it's a. a you know, a bad thing if you're getting high trying to fucking chill and you're stressed out and <laughs> got a bunch of kids. There's nothing wrong with that. Like I'm not advocating against it at all. I'm sure I could get ripped as fucking be just fine. But for me personally, it just sits better to where I was like, okay, maybe this is time for me to kind of give myself a break. We'll call it a big tea break, boys. The longest tolerance break I've ever taken. And what sucks too is like, you know, it's like I had some fire ass uh has some some T one thousand I think it was which is like old family perps which is like oh damn a, it's just a it's a it's like a heirloom it's 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 a land race very close to land race but like an old California strain and like generally I like smoking hype shit like so I like the biscottis and all the fucking snowmans and all the limoncellos and all the new Ooh. stuff because I'm just kind of like a, a hype smoker uh, and every cross and where I'm at man like all the breeders and stuff are up here so we're always smoking new crazy shit but where are you at uh, this you in West Coast humble? you in humble nah, nah. Uh, I'm just on the West Coast bro but you uh said, the you said yeah, oh I, I was yeah. like oh you know <laughs> I'm, I'm yeah I'm in, I'm in PSD time bro I uh up up bro you up in the fucking you up in the states we we are definitely in the United States for sure I uh <laughs> but nonetheless it's some good it's some good perps bro some good perps but I had some of that this season and just like Ace. one little plant because obviously it's legal and hey, uh, I want nah, you to talk was, about I didn't even get to smoke it. Moving into the rural. Oh yeah, I wanted to hear about that too. Actually, yeah, yeah, because you getting away from it all. Then you just yeah, it was good. Move, man. It was good. It was good. Yeah, it was. Uh, I I used to be in Austin, Texas. So it was a you know tech yeah. hub. I was literally downtown. I just walked everywhere. I mean, I had a car, but I just walked everywhere because it was fucking. That's what yeah. it was. But yeah, because you uh, could. Because <laughs> you can, you know, like in the traffic Austin was so bad that if you got in your car. It, it it was great in the golden years, bro, when I was there, and now it's just a shithole. I mean, it was a shithole when I left because you get in a car on a Sunday to go get like some tacos, and it was like two hours to get there, two hours, and you're sitting in traffic the whole time. There's, the infrastructure wasn't there. 
Um, it's still not there. They never built like public transit or anything. Yeah, like they that. never so, got public. Well, it's, the it's same a hype city. Yeah, it's a hype city, bro. And like yeah. people want to be there, and they just didn't have it the the system set up to make it comfortable. So now yeah. you just have like this clusterfuck. It is so, yeah. fuck, though, like South by Southwest. That's what that's when I was there. Yeah, bro. I was I was standing in the line, the same line the day before that guy ran that van and killed like twelve people in a van in that line. I was in that same fucking line outside that venue, bro, one day before before I could have oh got smashed. God, I don't know if you guys dude. remember that dude. Yeah, he drove a van yeah. into the crowd. I was like standing right there, bro. I was like, damn, good thing I didn't come the next day. I'd be fucking dead, dude. So yeah, horrible. I mean, obviously that's not funny. horrifying. Yeah, weird shit. But that's just what happens with large cities, man. You start seeing more and more shit. There's more people, yeah. more craziness. So I just said, fuck that. Uh, I'm out. I moved to the woods on the West Coast. And it took me like, dude, I lost my mind the first three years. I had a bad girlfriend who moved up with me. Uh, with oh, a toxic shit. relationship. It was just all bad, dude. Wait, and, so you had a kid with a good girl? Oh, thank God. Yeah, my wife. How the bed? <laughs> yeah, thank God. Thank yeah, God. Would... Did you meet her there? Yeah, I did, actually. Which is crazy, because uh, it's out in the middle of fucking nowhere. So, she, so she's from there, like, the state? Not originally. Not originally. Also a Texas individual. A Texas transplant. Oh, wow. Very, very serendipitous. Very, very serendipitous. It was wow. weird. Just but it worked like, out good, man. She's my best friend came now. came up here to get the fuck away. Let's have a kid, and... Hell yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. Super. But I, if I can recommend it to anybody, you know, if you can afford to do it at some point. And like, and I, I say that lightly. I don't, I don't mean like you got to go ball out and live like literally you could drop everything, go into the woods if you don't have the responsibilities, but it's, it's great for the soul, but it takes a long time, dude, especially if you're plugged into the matrix all the time. Like I was, uh, you know, yeah, like yeah. I was downtown, I was partying my ass off. I was doing all kinds of crazy shit. And then you go out Wait, into the you woods and like, you can't do anything. Up. A major city though, Portland. Just What's Seattle. that? Are you close to a major? No, city? no, no, dude. I'm fucking like. Oh. It takes me like two and it takes me four hours to get groceries, bro. Damn, what yeah. to get groceries? It's yeah, literally. I, I have to go out and get groceries. It takes me. It's like a, a once a week or once every week and a half trip where I just stock the fuck up. It's a whole day thing, bro. It's a whole day thing. Yeah, I believe but it, dude. It's, Damn, it's part of the sacrifice. Yeah, there's. The, yeah, there's no Uber Eats and shit. Out. I gotta go. I gotta. I gotta drive 45 minutes to Walmart to do my shopping, yeah. dude. I got it easy. Yes, I know Rick's in this shit. That sounds nice, bro. Yeah, dude. Damn, that really nice. cool. Yeah, man. I remember. I think it was three years ago. I was at. Uh, I was staying at Mount Rainier or like near Mount Rainier in uh, Washington for a week. Yeah, and like. Dude, beautiful, but like the the little cabin I was staying in, like literally nothing around for miles. It was, I think, two hours and fifteen minutes to the nearest grocery store, and (laughs) we didn't realize that on our way there, and we like passed right by it. Like we were so pissed. Like we we had to drive back, like literally, like the same day to get food and shit and like water and stuff. It was ah, it was awful. (laughs) Dude's like, oh, that sounds. Pretty normal, actually. (laughs) 
Yeah, no, it's a it's a life changing thing for sure. But I, I wouldn't I wouldn't go back, bro. Because every time now I go, like I'll go to an event, like a crypto event, or I'll go to the a big city for whatever, and it's like, dude, I can't wait to get the fuck out of it. And I never thought I'd be that person, bro. I've always been techno kid plugged into a computer, like you <laughs> know what I mean. Always oh fucking, yeah, it's great. But I will say, dude, dropping my friend circle allowed me to level up a lot because what I find is like if you stick around the people that you grew up with doesn't necessarily mean that they're the best compatible match to let you level up and yeah it can hold you back sometimes totally bro i cut my whole circle i kept in touch with like a couple and it was like and level up and that was literally what made it because you get stuck in your ways man you get comfortable yeah i want to get fucked up with them yeah you stopped exactly last couple weeks for me like i broke up with my ex I moved out. I had to stay with a friend for a little bit. And I've, like, found another f- good friend that I just moved in with the other day. And I'm, like, and I, like, met this other young chick I've been hooking up with. And it's just, like, what the fuck? Like, all of a sudden, I feel like I'm in the forefront of life again. Like, like what the fuck? Whatever. We're out here. small. Right. But like, I mean, you're younger. The boy, before we started, I was like, I'm sailing the high seas, motherfuckers. Like, I'm just out here sailing. Yeah, I mean, I'm just I'm just basing this off of talking to you, bro. It's like you got a whole lot of life ahead of you still. You're going to go through a lot of interesting shit probably. And, you know, yeah, that's if I can. Crazy. Well, yeah, so if I could say anything, is keep your circle small, bro. Is keep it small and full of people that you really trust, and take care of those people. The day ones are the good ones, but the day ones are also the ones that'll stab you in the back, bro. I've had people that I'm. That's where the <laughs> have people dude, I, man, so I just amazing. With yeah, I know exactly I, what you mean. I just met this yeah. lady like a month ago, maybe two months ago. And, like, I just, like, had this, like, inkling. And then she hired me to come do some photos for this yoga thing. And I was like, yeah. Like, I got a good vibe about it, you know? And I hit her up and was like, yeah, I just fucking broke up with my ex. And, like, she was like, well, I got an extra room out of here. It's like, all right. Moving in with the yoga cougar, dude. DCP. Run it. Doing it right. The early 20s, man. I feel you but, on that. But what's so embarrassing is I was talking to Rick before the show, and I was like, yeah, I've been hooking up with this 19-year-old chick. And then I got back home. I was, like, at the corner picking up a pizza. So I was like, I want to have some pizza to eat. <laughs> feeling like for the show what we about to do and then she was like did you know I could hear everything you were saying it's like what I forgot I fucking lost <laughs> joined on the fucking chat with my iPad before I left and then I went to get the pizza and shit and Talking to Rick, I was like, yeah, I've been hooking up with... She was like, I didn't know you were hooking up with some 19. <laughs> oh, it was the lady who you're... Okay, okay. I thought it was the 19. Yeah. I thought it was the, the Russian only... chick. No, no, no. I got The you. only thing that was a surprise to her was the fact that I was hooking up with some other 19-year-old chick. 
I was going to say, that's what... I thought you got like, wrecked because a 19-year-old hurt all the personal. And she was like, oh, yeah, like, yeah. You know. Let me tell you how it went. <laughs> you know. And then yeah, I'm like, running on my time, boys. I'm at I'm at eleven fifteen. I gotta bounce. I uh I, I wish we I wish we could have got deeper into some other things, but I appreciate you guys having me. Um it's been a lot of fun. We'll have to do it again. It it felt like a, a bro chill session, which is it's great. It's it's a, a nice break from the fucking hardcore questioning and deep dive into crypto all the time. So I yeah, man. Yeah, we're just trying to chill. We'll, we'll have like, to do a part two sometime um, where we do get into like the Reddit stuff a little bit and the Aplians and the Bapelians. Yeah, because we just yeah, yeah, wait, wait, wait Chef, say that again. What'd you say? We're we're gonna have to do a part two eventually where we get into you know the Reddit NFT avatars and you know onboarding all those guys along with you know the Aplians and the Bapelians and you know the whole sure. locking mechanism and all all that cool stuff. Yeah, definitely. And I'm curious to hear what you guys have been working on as well. And uh, we'll definitely yeah. do that. My my schedule's nutty as fuck right now. So I do apologize. I don't have all the time in the world to, to fucking hey. rock these out. But the next time I'm free, I'll let you know. Yeah, hey, no worries, man. I bought some real shit, man. Just like, it is up. And then, whatever. It's always yeah. busy during the holiday season, too, you know? Crazy. Yeah, I hope you guys have a good holiday. I hope that uh, you get to see the people you love and Give him a big ass hug, and I hope we all survive this fucking bear market, bro. Yes, sir. You, <laughs> do. Yeah, you too. Yeah, right back at you. <laughs> uh, cheers, boys. Thanks for having me on, and I'll catch you guys soon. Okay. Thanks for coming. Thanks Take for coming. Have a good one, yeah. man. Happy holidays. Yeah, for sure. Happy holidays, guys. Peace. Yeah, happy holidays. Woo. Yep. I am a man of substance. You, you are a man of substance abuse. Are you hungry? Do you want some bagel? Spitty off of you, a bagel. Noise has become a spice with which we pepper our lives. Faggot. Speaking of which, I got a head honcho down south who owes me a big favor. So then we have to, uh. Find the money! I got you 6,000 space bucks. I ain't no snore, and I sure ain't no cheapskate. I'm a pull-up king. I don't get anyone pregnant. Rick! Yeah? Who's a pull-up king? You are. That's right. The whole neighborhood knows. The whole city knows. How come I don't know? Like, I'm the last to know. You don't know when I'm in, and you don't know when I'm out, because I'm that good.